Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And welcome to the Iceberg Recap, your home for Pittsburgh Penguins game recaps and analysis. You can find us on YouTube at Inside the Penguins or anywhere you get your podcast from. I'm your host, Nick Berlanski, and the Pittsburgh Penguins take home a victory for the first time in over a week and a half. They win it by a score of four to nothing over the mighty Colorado Avalanche. A terrific game through and through for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Certainly the best game that they have played all season long and probably the best game that they've played since the last time they matched up against the Colorado Avalanche, which was back in March at Ball Arena in Colorado. Took home a 5-2 victory in that one, but more importantly, tonight's game, huge for the Pittsburgh Penguins, ending a three-game losing streak for them, getting back on the right side of things and getting the spirits a little bit higher in Penguins Nation. We have a good recap show for you today. Obviously, if you're new to this, we got a goal recap coming up. We have my three stars of the game, which let me know in the comment section if you're joining us live on Inside the Penguins on YouTube. Let me know who your three stars were. And then we'll talk a little bit just about this game in general, the best Penguins game that we have watched in some time. That is 100% for sure. But top storyline in this one was the Colorado Avalanche coming in as one of the three remaining unbeaten teams in the National Hockey League, 6-0-0 to start the season, not to mention the fact that their starting goaltender, Alexander Georgiev, was also 6-0-0, playing in every single game for them up to this point. He's really taken on the workhorse five, but not only had they not lost at all this season, but they hadn't lost a road game in a very long time. So long, in fact, that it put them into the record books. Came into this game with a 15-game road winning streak, which was the longest in NHL history. Considering the fact that the Penguins came in off of two pretty lackluster performances over the past couple of games, you had to imagine that this doesn't look good for the Pittsburgh Penguins. But as we talked about earlier today on Tip of the Iceberg podcast, the Penguins sometimes like to stand up to these challenges, like it when their opponents come in riding a hot streak, and they certainly stood up to the challenge tonight against those Colorado Avalanche. But they were here to play, the Pittsburgh Penguins were, from start to finish in this one, something we haven't been able to say about this team yet this season. Terrific on the penalty kill all night. That's something that I'm going to harp on in the next 15 to 20 minutes because they were absolutely stellar against just a murderer's row of offensive players for the team that came in in maroon and blue. 
Kale McCarr, Nathan McKinnon, Miko Rantanen, Jonathan Drouin, all these guys are, are known killers on the power play. And the Penguins go five for five on the kill, including a pivotal four-minute kill late in the second period that we'll get to a little bit later. And then it's really overall hard to find a poor performance from the Pittsburgh Penguins. I thought Eric Carlson faded into the back, but I mean, at the end of the day, who cares? The Penguins went and won four to nothing. The third line looked good. The fourth line got their opportunities. Sidney Crosby in the first line connected for a goal. Lars Eller gets his first goal as a member of the Pittsburgh Penguins. And the one real positive throughout the first six games of the season was, well, Riley Smith looks great with Evgeny Malkin. That continues tonight as Riley Smith notches his first two-goal performance as a member of the Pittsburgh Penguins, scoring his third and fourth of the season. And with that, Let's get to that goal recap. It is all yellow for the second time this season, and we love to see it. If you're watching it on YouTube, you can see it pop up here with the graphic. Pittsburgh Penguins open the scoring in the first period with Riley Smith getting an unassisted goal, getting his third of the season a little bit later. It was those two again, Riley Smith and Evgeny Malkin in on a two-on-one. And right now, there's nobody stopping those two on a two-on-one. Smith pots that one for his fourth goal of the season. Evgeny Malkin picks up his Fifth assist on the season. Brian Russ with a stellar play in the neutral zone gets his first apple of the year. But that was in the first period. As we know throughout this season so far, the second period has been the one that really has hampered the Pittsburgh Penguins when it came to them trying to get the opportunities, trying to build on their momentum this time. Looked pretty good. The only goal in the second period coming from Lars Eller. Mentioned it a little bit earlier. His first as a member of the Pittsburgh Penguins. He gets his first assisted by Redeem Zahorna, who's looked good in all three games so far since being called up from the Wilkes-Barre-Scranton Penguins. And then you go into the third period, something that bothered the Penguins all of last season. 12 blown saves, as we talked about blown saves. It's not baseball season right now. 12 blown leads last season for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Not tonight. Tonight, Although they did give up a couple opportunities, although it looked like the Colorado Avalanche were on tilt for the majority of that third period, the Penguins held steady, specifically a guy in Tristan Jari held steady, and the Pittsburgh Penguins got him a little bit more offense at the end there. Sidney Crosby gets a goal from far out in the third period to chase Alexander Georgiev. Jake Gensel notches his seventh assist on the season, really making sure that they know that he is going to be able to put apples on the board as well in a contract season. And that ends the scoring recap. Penguins four, Colorado Avalanche zero. A good night to be a Pittsburgh Penguins fan. A breath of fresh air for this Penguins team in their first game that they showed absolute dominance from start to finish and doing it against a really good opponent as well. This is not a cheap victory by any stance of the word. You look at that team, the way they came into this game, and even the way they performed in this game. It's not like the Colorado Avalanche were off of their game in this one. They had a lot of opportunities. It was very difficult for Tristan Jari to make some of those saves, but he was able to do so. And with that, Let's move over to our three stars of the game for this one. Pittsburgh Penguins 4, Avalanche 0. I keep saying the score because it is a sweet one, especially for the Pittsburgh Penguins who needed this in the second game of a four-game homestand. Third star of this game, mentioned him a lot already today. It is Riley Smith getting that third star. Another strong showing for Smith, looking like probably one of the best pickups of the offseason across the entire league, not just for Kyle Dubas getting Smith for a third-round pick. I'm sure the Vegas Golden Knights, not that they're performing poorly so far this season. They are also 7-0-0 on the season, at least as of this recording, but 
man, it looks great for the Pittsburgh Penguins to get Riley Smith for basically nothing. He comes in, fills that role for Jason Zucker perfectly. And, you know, I don't like to say this because I was a big Jason Zucker, you know, fan. I loved watching him play the game, but Riley Smith gives a, a little bit something different there. And it seems like he's providing a little bit more of consistent offense, at least through the first seven games. He and Malkin continue to be just an absolute monstrous duo for any goaltender who sees them coming in. Great opportunity today. They get the goal against Alexander Georgiev. Riley Smith has kind of shown again and again when he was traded to the Penguins, a lot of people said, and the scouting report that was given to me was, this guy is good off the rush. He has a really good release, and he's going to score points off the rush. Something that, when you look back at last season, the Pittsburgh Penguins didn't really have all that much of. They really haven't had a lot of that since Phil Kessel left back a couple years ago, but it seems like they have it in spades now with Riley Smith, who scored basically that same goal three different times already on the season, three of his four goals on the season already seemingly coming of that variety. But that is my third star of the game. Second star of the game, this was a tough one. I was between two here, and I think the second star and the first star are really just a 1A, 1B. But I'm giving the second star to Tristan Jari. There's one other one other aspect of the game that I think was more important for the Pittsburgh Penguins, and I'll get to that in a second. Second star, I'm going with Tristan Jari. Hadn't played since Saturday, so he came in on a whole bunch of rest. He played pretty well on Saturday, I thought. A couple of those goals were tap-ins. Mike Sullivan obviously talked after the game. His post-game presser after that one was a minute and 30 seconds. That's how you know Mike Sullivan was not happy with the team's performance in St. Louis, and he shouldn't have been. They gave up like 18 two-on-ones. But I thought Tristan Jari still looked pretty good in that game. Yes, could have been sharper, could have made the timely save, but I thought he looked okay in that one. He comes out tonight and he looks absolutely stellar. Makes the big 10-bell saves, makes the saves in the big moments, the timely saves. This is a performance that you can't take anything away from Jari. And, and you know, Magic Milkman, I get it, man. I, I, I get it. I get it. He's disagreeing with me on that one. He says, Jari is the first star. I will give that to you. And... Ellie echoes that sentiment as well. Jars is the first star. I echo that sentiment. He was great. But to me, you look at what the power play... Sorry, not the power play. The power play did nothing. You look at what the penalty kill was able to do tonight. It's a unit that has been pretty good for the Pittsburgh Penguins. A unit that nobody has really talked about because the power play has been so dysfunctional. Everybody kind of forgets that the penalty kill was pretty good coming into this one. But 5 for 5 tonight against a team like that, against McKinnon and McCarr. And it'd be different if they were 5-for-5 five five and they were just holding on to their seats and leaving it up to Jari. Don't get me wrong. Jari did a great job. And honestly, this probably this star goes to him a little bit too because, as they say, goaltender is your best penalty killer. So Jari gets two stars for this one. We'll see if that makes everybody happy. I, I think Jari was tremendous. But you look at what that power or penalty kill was able to do and... 14 for 17 entering tonight, 5 for 5 tonight, and most importantly, when Evgeny Malkin takes a double minor, his second and third penalties technically of this game late in the second period, that is a pivotal, pivotal moment in this game, especially with a team like the Colorado Avalanche that have been so good at scoring in bunches. You give them a four-minute power play late in the second period, a chance to get back in it when the score was 3 to nothing, and the Pittsburgh Penguins shut them down. Tremendous ability from Tristan Jari to make a glove save when he's playing with Chris Letang's stick. Makes the glove save, shuts down the play, gets that opportunity to shut everything down and get a stick from Tags on the bench. And then 
Brian Rust at the end of the period. Talk about sacrificing your body. It was Brian Rust. It was Marcus Pedersen who blocked a shot with his glove. It was Nolachari at the start of the third period, and there was 25 seconds left over. He blocks a shot with his hand. Yeah, it hurt a little bit, but I'm sure he's going to be swollen up tomorrow, but I'm sure it felt great in the moment to be able to get that block shot and to continue to play that team defense, something that this Pittsburgh Penguins team is going to need if they want to continue to build towards an opportunity to make it to the playoffs and to make a run. Uh, I'm going to go to the, the comment section because you guys have been great throughout this entire video going through it here. But the Penguins penalty kill is my first star. I'll run down through it real quickly. Riley Smith, third star of the game. Tristan Jari, second star of the game. Penguins penalty kill, first star of the game. And Tristan Jari gets, a, gets another gold star with that one as well. I absolutely love it. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, Jordan Baker, I hope I said that correctly, Boker, B-O-K-O-R, says Eller won. I'll get to Eller in a second. I will get to, to Eller in just one second. Xavier Ardner, been in here this entire time, says, boys, my new Pens jersey came in yesterday. I think I won this game for us, to be honest. You know what, Xavier? I'm with you. I'm crediting this entire victory to you. Uh, GB99 says, Eller looked amazing. Couldn't agree more. I think Eller looked phenomenal. Uh, Xavier, again, by the way, earlier said, let's go. You boys called it. Look what happens when Chari doesn't have many odd run rushes or breakaways. We did call it. If you go back and look at Tip of the Iceberg earlier today, listen, I'm going to take a little victory lap on this one because the thumbnail was perfect timing for the Penguins to take on the Colorado Avalanche, and it looked really, really, really good like that. Uh, as we watch that 60 minutes unfold, Justin and Brittany Killian said Jari did very well tonight. Those saves were astonishing, to be honest. A couple of them, 10 bell saves. Cameron Britton asked a question. I want to I touch on this, and then I want to get to my final thoughts here in a second. Any opinion so far on who would be on the chopping block before the trade deadline hits? Cameron, man, the trade deadline is a far way away. I got a lot of these game recaps to go, but you know what? Since you're here, you're a loyal listener. I'll, I'll give you my opinion so far. And I don't think it's anybody on the forward side. I don't think it's anybody on the goaltending side. If anything, it might be one of these defensemen. I mean, you see this rotation right now on the third pairing. You have Chad Ruedel. You have P.O. Joseph. You have Ryan Shea, who looked really good tonight. You have, you know, John Ludwig. Unfortunate what happened to him the other night, but I thought he looked good in his five minutes and change out there on the ice. And another update tonight. I don't know if uh, any of the 57 of you guys live love it. Any of you guys saw it. But Mark Pesek, skating as well in organized activities in his rehab from a lower body injury, still with the Penguins on a PTO, but they loved him 
coming out of camp. So it might be one of those third-pairing defensemen if there's a little bit of room to wiggle. But I really don't think as of right now, eight games into the season, seven games into the season, it's kind of hard to make that decision when we got about four or five months up until the trade deadline. And who knows, what will the Penguins need? What will the Penguins be missing? Will anybody come up from the minors and show how they could be a pivotal piece to this team? Do they even need to go out and buy at the deadline? There's a lot of questions to be answered between now and then, but I appreciate you coming into the live and asking a question. Wanted to make sure that I was giving you uh, the opportunity there. Uh, Magic Milkman said, if I get a new jersey, who should I get? I actually just had this conversation uh, with my cousin. His name's Niall. He looks like Vinny Henestrosa. So if you know what Vinny Henestrosa looks like, that's basically my cousin Niall. He said he's thinking Riley Smith. I said, I'm thinking if I'm going to get another jersey, it's going to be Evgeny Malkin, the one that he was wearing tonight. You know, the Pittsburgh Diagonal, the gin and juice from Snoop. That's the one I would get. But again, to each their own on that one. Uh, Xavier says, as long as it's Fanatics, uh, I'm in. Okay. Interesting, interesting decision on that one. Uh, I'm not a huge Fanatics fan, but we'll see because that is the uh, officially licensed partner of the Pittsburgh Penguins. Cameron says, I think it's P.O., Jordan says P.O. is going to get dealt. Uh, GB99 agrees. Shea was brilliant defensively. Uh, Christopher jumps in here, says, that was Penguins hockey. Give me that all year. Would absolutely love it. And Cameron, also, I want to throw this out there as the last listener live comment here of the night. Says, being a season ticket holder for Wilkes-Barre, I can tell you this team up here is very strong. Hope more of our guys up here get the big-time shot this year. I'd love to see it as well. The Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins are as interesting as they have been in about five or six years. Last year, we said that because of all the young players that were there. They were a very young team this year. A lot of veterans joining in with those young players. I want to see what Joel Blomqvist is able to do. I want to see what Sam Poulin is able to do. One of my hot takes is that Poulin will be a contributor on this NHL team by the end of the season. Whether that's a third-line center, whether that's a third-line winger, that remains to be seen. But I'm excited to see what he's able to do. Obviously, Alex Nylander always talked about down there. Isaac Beliveau, I, I think he was also just sent down to the ECHL's Wheeling Nailers, but I want to see how he progresses in a season. So a lot to look at there for Cameron and those fans of the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins, but that is going to do it. Oh wait, final thoughts. I'm getting carried away here. I'm getting tired late on a Thursday night. Final thoughts. Gotta mention Lars Eller. Have to bring up Lars Eller because that was by far the best game that he has played as a member of the Pittsburgh Penguins. There's only been seven of them, but there's no doubt in my mind that was the best I've ever seen him play this season. Firing pucks on the net every single chance that he got. You, you get the memo that he was probably told by Sullivan, hey, we got guys that can dance around. We got guys that can score the pretty goals. If you're going to score a goal, just fire it on net. That's how you're going to get goals, especially with a third line like O'Connor and Zahorna, who are so good on the forecheck. Just put it in on net, and you saw Eller do that so many times. Not only was he firing the puck, but he was creating a few grade-A chances for his line mates. I mean, just chef's kiss of a performance from Lars Eller on tonight's game, and he gets rewarded with his first goal as a member of the Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, all around a great performance from this team. Stellar work from Eller on the penalty kill as well. I gave them my first star. He led all forwards on the penalty kill with 5 minutes and 24 seconds of ice time. I don't know if any of you listeners out there have ever played ice hockey and have played on the penalty kill, but 5 minutes and 24 seconds of ice time on the penalty kill is absolutely hell. It is horrible to go out there that long and play on the kill, but Eller did it tonight, and he did it fantastically, so I'm going to give him props again as my final thought of tonight's game. He's looked good. The third line entirely has looked good since Redeem Zahorna was recalled from Wilkes-Barre Scranton on Saturday. They've had three pretty good games tonight, obviously, 
being the best one. And I, I can't go anywhere without mentioning Drew O'Connor stealing the puck from Kale McCarr. It made me smile so much seeing him absolutely rob McCarr of the puck. Just picked his pocket so smoothly. Unfortunately, he wasn't able to score a goal on that one. But if he does that more often than not, the Pittsburgh Penguins are going to be just fine. Up next were the Pittsburgh Penguins, a Saturday night matchup with the Ottawa Senators. We talked about the talent that was out there on the ice tonight for the Colorado Avalanche. A lot of talent coming to town on Saturday with the Ottawa Senators. A lot of speed, a lot of young talent. Tim Stutzla is going to be a problem all year long. We'll see if the Penguins can contain him the same way they contained Nathan McKinnon, Kale McCarr, Miko Reitman, and the boys earlier this evening. But that'll be the third game of a season-long four-game homestand for the Pittsburgh Penguins. We'll see what they're able to do in that one. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this one. You can find us on YouTube at InsideThePenguins.com all season long with these post-game recaps. We have Iceberg to Go that comes out three days a week. We have full episodes of the Tip of the Iceberg podcast, which is an hour-long podcast on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And then we get some videos from the locker room as well, uh, as we have Nick Horwat there, the man on the street with the, uh, the day-to-day coverage of this team. But that is it for this one. You can find us on YouTube, or you can get us anywhere you get your podcasts from. We'll see you guys next time.